Hey, welcome back for another episode of Porn Brain Reboot with me, your hostess with the mostest, Dr. Trish Lee. Okay, in this special edition of our podcast, we are going to talk about independence from pornography, how to achieve it, why it is important. Okay, and what we're going to do is in this episode, we're going to break down three fundamental concepts. And actually, what we're going to be talking about is the three by three method to recover from porn use. And we're going to get to that into the third concept that we're going to talk about today. But the first thing we're going to explore together is the idea of independence. So I'm recording this on the 4th of July weekend um, here in the United States. It's Independence Day. And uh, many moons ago, our country fought for and took action steps towards achieving independence from England, who was dictating how we thought and how we acted. And we're going to springboard off of that idea to talk about what is independence, especially when it comes to a compulsive pornography habit. And then we're going to talk about how independence shows up in your brain performance pattern. You know, it all goes back to your brain when it comes to a pornography habit. And we're going to look at a dependent brain performance pattern and an independent brain performance pattern and talk about optimal versus suboptimal brain performance patterns and where they lead you and what they get you. And then third, we're going to talk about how to achieve independence from a pornography habit that keeps dragging you back into the screen. That is going to be our three by three porn brain reboot method. So stay with me until the end because I'm going to share with you the fundamentals of the method that I have put together in the nonprofit organization that I have established. You can do these three by three concepts at home by yourself if you have the wherewithal to be able to do so. Um, I know from working with so many people who have a pornography habit, that it's very difficult for them to leave that habit behind without the proper resources, tools, strategies, and support. So of course, in the program that I've created, all that is there for you. But what I want you to know is you can begin to do this by yourself if you don't want to work with me or with somebody else. I want you to achieve independence, which is why I'm here on this podcast, because I want to give you the tools to at least begin to move in that direction. And if you Stay tuned on the podcast. Over time, you're going to add more tools, more and more and more to your own toolbox. And that's the goal here. So listen up, stay tuned until the end. There's a shorter version of this podcast on my YouTube channel um, with a video of the same title that's only eight minutes long. If you want the if you want the quick and dirty, it's there for you. Okay, so independence. What is it? The definition of independence is not being controlled in matters of conduct. It's thinking or acting for oneself. That is what I want for you when it comes to pornography, because we know that porn is a super normal stimulus. It pulls you back into the screen because of the dopamine flood Dopamine is the pleasure-seeking, pain-reduction neurochemical in your brain. And when you consume pornography, 
it floods your brain with dopamine, taking your pain and discomfort away and helping you to feel good for a little while at least and taking the edge off of your life. But if you have to go back to the screen consistently, frequently, for sessions of any duration, and especially if your habit has ramped up in intensity, you, my friend, are now dependent upon your pornography habit to regulate your mood. We know that when people get hooked on porn, it is used as a mood regulation device. It's basically a drug addiction that's been internalized. It's like people who have to drink all the time to take the edge off to be able to get through their days. It's very similar to an alcohol misuse situation or a drug misuse situation. In this case, the drugs are being produced by your brain and the mechanisms have internalized the ability to be able to regulate your mood. But what I want you to know is if you have to go back to the screen, you in fact are de- dependent upon that habit to regulate your mood. And if you're here, I'm sure you've already found out that is a short-term solution because the A effect is that it takes the edge off. The B effect is that it makes your anxiety, your depression, your moodiness, your irritability, anger issues, it makes them all worse over time, because over time, your brain becomes desensitized in the reward center, which means it needs more and more dopamine to feel okay. And very quickly, your brain figures out there's not that much dopamine in the real world. There just can't be. That's why porn is a super normal stimulus. There literally is nothing in the world that will make your brain produce as much and intense of a dopamine production then the screen. So then when you go to work, you're not getting the dopamine that you can in the screen. If you didn't have a habit in the screen, what would happen is you would go to work and you would complete a project and your brain would go, this is awesome. I just completed a hard project and I'm going to get a raise. I'm going to get a promotion. And your brain gets a little hit of of dopamine, a little, little hit of it. Just enough, though, to be healthy and to keep you going. When your brain gets a flood of dopamine from the screen, that's hitting the easy button. You hit the easy button for a flood of dopamine, and you didn't have to work for it at all. All you had to do was hit a button. And then your brain doesn't want to go back to work and have to do all that work that you would have enjoyed before. But now it doesn't want to do it because it can't possibly get enough dopamine there. Okay, so. That is dependency. That is not independence. That is not thinking or acting for oneself. When the hijacker gives you the thought and says, hmm, I got a brilliant idea. Let's go watch some porn. That is dependency. That is not you being independent. That is something else controlling the matters of your conduct which is why we're here on 4th of July weekend talking about how we can free you from that dependency. And that's the three by three method that we're going to get to. Secondly, though, let's talk about how independence shows up in your brain performance pattern. So when you are dependent upon the screen for mood regulation through 
pornography consumption, what happens is your brain is using electrical energy frequencies that are measured in hertz cycles per second. Your brain is using very fast electrical energy. Literally picture it like a highway with cars traversing the highway. They're cruising along the highway. When your brain is using too much fast speed, it's like all the cars on your highway in your brain are speeding at 95 miles per hour. So they need something to slow them down. That's what the dopamine flood does. So if you are anxious or you're stressed or you're triggered by any stressors in your world, and we know from the science that usually this anxiety pattern was formulated back in childhood from childhood experiences and trauma. And this pattern gets locked up in your brain as a neuro rigid pattern because of experiences that you've had and your brain learned out in the world it's tough. And my cars have to go 95 miles per hour to keep up with the world. But then your brain also learned that if you're going to go 95 miles per hour in your brain all the time, you need something to take the edge off. That's the dopamine flood. It slows your cars down for a short while. It slows your cars down to a crawl, actually. So now your cars are going 30 miles per hour when they were going 95 miles per hour. That's the A effect when you're in your cycle. What happens is though, the B effect is your cars go 115 miles per hour and your anxiety is worse. But the reason that your brain goes back to the screen is because of that mode, that less than optimal mode in your brain of your brain using too much fast electrical energy. Now, at the same time, if you use fast energy for a long time, your brain will begin to go slow. It's a burnout pattern. And it's also being created by the numbing out that the dopamine creates. So now your brain is going fast and it's going slow. It's bored. It's overwhelmed. It needs to be stimulated. It's at that crawl of 30. And now it needs to go back to, you know, it should be going 55, 65 miles per hour, but it wants to go back to the 95 that it's been using. So your brain is in a mode, a dysregulated, a neurologically dysregulated mode that makes it so that your brain wants to be calmed and stimulated. It's literally called neurological dysregulation. And what it ends up in is difficulty in self-regulation, controlling your your own mind and your own behaviors and actions of your body. It ends up a dysregulated brain pattern, neurological dysregulation ends up in needing something that helps you with mood regulation. That's the role that porn plays. It's a self-soothing mechanism to help you regulate your mood. So when you're feeling anxious or stressed or angry or irritable, it takes the edge off, but unfortunately it's creating more of the reason that you did it. So hopefully you're following me here that the dependent brain pattern is going too fast and too slow. So what's the solution? The solution is to get your brain in the zone, the zone of calm focus. When your brain is in the zone, it is calm. It is focused. It's able to stay present in the world that you've created for yourself and enjoy it. It's joy. It's peace. It's the perfect level of stimulation. You don't need anything to calm you down. You're not bored. You're engaged. 
when you're engaged in your own life, you're constantly evolving towards the best version of yourself. That's the name of the game for feeling good in the present. And the way I always talk about it is if you get on purpose in your work, on purpose in your relationships, you're actually with people that you like to be with and make you feel good. You go to a job and you do work that fills you up. It fills your cup. It doesn't empty your cup. It's brain boosting. It's not brain draining. If you're on purpose in your work, in your relationships and in your hobbies, if you can get to that point, your present is so good, you would never want to escape into something. And your brain feels so good all day, every day, that you would never want to change the brain performance pattern that you have because you would be messing with it. It's so good, you wouldn't want to mess with it. And that's where I want you to get to. So that's the optimal brain performance pattern that's using medium speed in the middle, alpha and low beta, it's called for calm focus. And it's absolutely attainable. And it may take some work at this point if you've been consuming pornography consistently, frequently, duration has duration to it and intensity to it. It may take some work, but you can achieve it. So let's segue to how can you achieve it? Let's go back to our idea of independence, since that's what we're talking about here. When our forefathers had to fight for our right to establish, oh, you see that little Beastie Boy uh, uh, quote in there, unintentionally, anybody who likes the Beastie Boys. So they had to fight for our ability to establish our independence as our own country. So when those forefathers went to do that, George Washington, Alexander Hamilton, who's become so famous lately, and many, many, many other people, when they went to fight, they had to go to war. They had to leave their homes. They had to leave their families. They had to leave their honeys. They had no food at one point where they had to eat their horses. They had to uh, combat cold and wetness and hunger. They had to strive persistently towards the goal of achieving independence. Now, thankfully for you, you're not going to have to eat any of your pets, but what you are going to have to do is say to yourself, I want this because our forefathers had conviction. It got hard for them. It got so hard for them, but they did not give up. They did not give up. They persevered. They had grit. They said to themselves, I want this independence. So I'm going to keep moving forward towards it. And that is what will be necessary for you if you have a habit that's long established and you are dependent upon it at this point. Okay. So how do you do it? It's the three by three method that I developed. Follow me here. The first three are unwire, rewire, hardwire your brain. And I'll explain it in just a second. The second three are past, present, and future. Now, these are the pieces that need to be addressed for any person who's struggling with pornography habit. The reason they need to be addressed is because they make up the special sauce that will help you be successful. So what we're talking about in the unwire is you must unwire the porn brain brain pattern that's in there. Now, let's just say you've been watching porn for 10 years. You've been wiring in that pattern on a daily or weekly basis, 
the pattern of dependency that needs to go to the screen to get a hit of dopamine to regulate your mood to make you feel better. You've been doing that over and over and over, taking that highway over and over and over for the last 10 years. Some people have been doing it for 20 years. Others have been doing it for 30 years, which is why I'm here to tell you, you can't take those highways anymore. You have to take a new pathway in your brain, but you're going to have to establish it. That pathway hasn't been built and it hasn't been used. You've been using the dependency pathway. So we have to unwire that dependency pathway by not taking it anymore, which means you have to stop watching pornography. And I'm sorry, my friend, you have to stop masturbating too. I know you don't want to hear that, but the reality is what happens when you watch pornography and when you masturbate is that your brain is getting this intense visual, auditory, tactile stimulation, mental and physical stimulation, which is frying out the reward center in your brain. If you've had a pornography habit for a long time, much of what you hear and see that mental imagery has been internalized. I know that from working with thousands of people that you don't even need the screen anymore for most people. It's been internalized and you couple it with the physical stimulation of masturbation and you're dumping that dopamine into your brain. You're taking that pathway over and over again. You have to stop taking the pathway. So if it has to be a fast, a 90-day fast from not having sex and not doing anything sexual, you know, monk mode as they call it in the NoFap community, then that's always an option. I think it's better to establish healthy sexuality with your partner or your honey, teaching your brain to lower those levels of intensity and no longer have all that artificially high levels of stimulation in terms of auditory, visual, mental, and physical, and get back to lower levels of all of those things at a an optimal, that's our word, optimal level when you're being with your partner who's actually alive and real and with you as an experience, not a performance that you are watching from the fourth wall. So you teach your brain how to engage in sexuality in a healthy way. And coming up in September, um, just so you know, anybody who's listening, September is Healthy Sex Month. I'm going to have a series on how to develop healthy sexuality. So you can stay tuned for that because I know a lot of people say to me, I have no idea how to do that. Can you teach me how to do that? It is in the Porn Brain Reboot program, but we're going to have um, a series here on the podcast and on YouTube. So stay tuned for that. Okay. So healthy sexuality, bringing those levels down, getting the perfect neurochemical cocktail, which is not only dopamine, but it's serotonin, it's oxytocin, which couples you to your partner instead of the screen. It's the good stuff. It's the sweet spot. You want to hit that sweet spot, not of this massive intensity, but of lower levels of intensity, eroticism. So you can still tap into your animal nature in terms of your sexuality with your partner. But now it has connection and intimacy and an experience that brings you closer together. And we as humans need connection. We know that when you go into a pornography habit, it's all about isolation and unreality. What I want for you is connection in 
reality. And it's going to bring your brain into that optimal zone performance pattern and help your brain heal. But if you can't do that, then you have to stay away from artificially hyper sexuality or addictive sexuality. If you can't reboot your brain towards healthy sexuality with a partner, but that's an option if you can't. Okay. So that's unwire the pattern. Stop watching porn, stop masturbating. And here's another piece of unwire. This is the past. You have to dip into the past to explore what those experiences might be that have created pain or discomfort in your brain and your nervous system. So you have to look back, peek back there. I don't want you visiting the past and staying there for too long if you don't have to, but you do need to peek back into the past, look at those experiences and resolve them. So when I talk to people, I always say, you know, have you explored your past experiences? And they'll be like, yeah. And then I'll say, have you resolved them? And they'll be like, "Mm, what do you mean by that? And the answer is no. So they may have become aware and self-awareness is very important, but self-awareness is only one step towards resolving past experiences. So when you go in the past, you have to use techniques and strategies and tools to be able to understand what those dysfunctions or traumas or experiences are that are causing your nervous system discomfort and initially pushed you in the direction of the pornography habit. You have to explore them and then resolve them. And when you resolve them, you unlock them from your brain. Your neuro-rigid brain pattern is freed up and becomes independent it goes from dependent to independent, or at least it's on a on its way towards independence because it no longer needs to be calmed and stimulated because that neurorigidity has been unfrozen and neuroplasticity has been created, which is what we want in the unwiring in the past. So we start unwiring and that's the way you do it. You stop watching, you stop masturbating, you start exploring the past and you free yourself of the burden of whatever's hanging over your head. And here's one little tidbit. If you think about something and if you chew on something from the past, then that is likely something that's running your nervous system, your operating system. And it's time to figure out how to let that go. And there's techniques to to be able to do that. Okay, so then now we need to move towards rewire your brain in the present. So this is the next three by three, rewire in the present. The way to do that is change as much as you possibly can about the negative aspects of your life. Here's one technique. One technique is you can dig in and think about the things that you're tolerating in your life. And we know that the main pieces of your life, when I talk about it, are your work, your relationships, and your hobbies. What are you tolerating? So if you're tolerating work that you don't love, figure out how to put a piece in place to resolve that very aspect. Um, A bunch of years ago, I I was driving my kids around for hours and hours and hours on end. And it was really frustrating because I was losing all this time in the car. And I enjoyed some of it, but it was just too much. So I hired a nanny to drive the kids around and I still would drive them to the things that I wanted to, but then I had her to drive them to all the other places. And actually she developed this beautiful relationship with my youngest daughter that they still have to this day. So it was a positive thing all around. 
It wasn't a negative thing. I do that in my work. If there's pieces I don't like, I hire people to do that. Never love to do the financial aspect. So I have somebody else do all the books for me so that I can focus on helping people heal themselves in the world and not get caught up up in the finances. And that's really important for me because it keeps me on purpose and it keeps me out of my head in terms of that stuff. So that's one example of how how you can figure out the tolerations in your work. In your relationships, you need to learn how to have better communication and interactional styles. Okay, I'm gonna say it again. Learning to interact in a more positive way with the people in your life and to improve your communication style. Respond instead of reacting. Now, I do this all the time and I am nowhere near perfect. So I don't, I'm not even pretending to claim to be perfect. And uh, the hubs will tell you that where yesterday I made a little comment. I really hardly ever make comments. I try not to, but He said something, of course, you know how that goes when you've been married for almost 20 years. He said something and I, you know, it was passive aggressive. Honestly, it was passive aggressive, which is my family of origins MO. So when it comes out, it irritates me too. Cause I'm like, oh no, I just, uh, you know, lightly said something that was a dig. And a second later, I said, I am sorry about that. I did not mean to say that. I did not mean to insult you. I apologize. Please forgive me. And he's like, no big deal. No problem. I didn't even think about it, but I thought about it. So it rubbed my nervous system the wrong way because I'm constantly working on my interactional style and my communication, saying exactly what I mean, instead of inferring things, asking my husband what's going on with him instead of assuming, because you know what assumptions do, they confuse everybody and create lots of problems open, honest communication, being able to ask the difficult questions to your partner, being able to express your opinion, being able to let your partner be himself or herself. That is a major one that I talk with a lot of people in coaching about. And the hubs and I do that. Uh, Like I mentioned on the last podcast, signed up to take my motorcycle, um, lessons to learn how to ride a motorcycle, which of course he was kind of like, are you sure you want to do that? Um, I also, you know, how I love to box with my general, my, my boxing dummy. Uh, Now that the world's spinning again, I'm going to get back to boxing classes. So I run these things past him. I let him know what I'm doing, but at the same time, I don't need permission. And the same time, at the same time, he does that. Also, he goes on golf trips because he loves to golf. He's telling me about some new clubs that he wants to buy and how expensive they are. He he shared that with me, not me going, oh, how expensive are they? Are you sure you want to buy them? So this way, you know, I'm not limiting from him from being the best version of himself because of my fears or my limiting beliefs. And it's difficult to do that. And, you know, we're not perfect at it, but we are trying and we do the same thing with our kids when our kids are like, you know, I want to do this. And instead of going, "Mm, no, you can't this, that, the other thing that we've learned from our multi-generational transmission of junk, we stop ourselves from doing that and we go, okay. Let's respond to this, not react. Let's think about this a little bit. What's something that we can do? Uh, Like, even though I learned today, because I'm fairly exhausted because of the level of sleepovers that we have here at Casa de Lee. And, uh, you know, a lot of teenagers slept over again last night, which impeded my ability to get sleep. And uh, I'm all Gucci if I can get enough sleep. But if I can't get enough sleep, then we've got a problem. So, 
we will be tabling the sleepovers for a while here, but you know, I didn't want to shut it down because it's 4th of July weekend. Kids are having fun. I don't want kids driving. So of course I want them to stay over, but as long as I can get my sleep. Um, okay. So you get what I'm saying here in terms of being on purpose in your relationships and in your hobbies, sign up for the things that you want to do sit quietly and listen to your heart and your mind, not the mind you identify with go deeper than that. And think of the things that you've always loved and you've always wanted to do. Those are the things that will put you on purpose in your life. And then you want to be people who can be with people who can respect that and boost you up. And, you know, I've had this experience with uh, this new nonprofit organization that I'm creating here in my new mission, a newish, you know, I've only been on a mission to free the world from pornography consumption for a few years now. And there's some people in my world who, anytime I mention the word porn, they shut down, they can't engage with me at all. Then there's others who I'm kind of dancing around because like my, my bestie Chanel, her family was over and I started to talk about something about my mission in front of a lot of people. And then I stopped myself and I weirdly, uh, you know, changed the subject to something else. And then we walked away from the table and I said, oh, you know, I almost mentioned porn. She's like, they all know, her kids know, her parents know, super cool because they have the ability to support me in that and to, to write, raise me up and encourage me and not make me feel weird and not make me feel like I'm doing something wrong because of the word porn when I'm trying to help people um, leave it behind. So get people like that in your life who boost you up they help you be on your purpose so you can have fun doing it. Okay, so that's part of rewiring in the present. Other parts are changing your routines and your habits, your physical environment and your mental environment, which are your thoughts and your emotions. So the more things you change, the better. Change something, literally change the computer setup that you sit at, change your bedroom and where you put your phone, change the, what you're thinking before you fall asleep, get a book of quotes and put new thoughts in, create some goals for yourself, start researching around the goals that you want to achieve in your work, your relationships, and your hobbies. So for example, with my awesome new motorcycle course, um, I'm taught, I was talking to a friend of mine who just did it and just went through the course, got his own motorcycle. Super sweet. I'm going to look great on mine. Uh, new hotness, as I keep telling my children. But, you know, I have to buy myself a helmet. I have to get myself some of my accoutrement before I go to my class. So I'm researching those things, figuring out what's going to be best for me because I'm on purpose in my hobbies. Over the last week with the holiday weekend, uh, my girls and I went out on the lake paddleboarding. I promised myself I wouldn't let the summer go by without paddleboarding on the lake. And we went twice this week. Totally awesome. Being in the middle of this lake, the lake I live by, literally I can be on the lake on my paddleboard in 15 minutes. So the fact that I don't do it enough is just literally insane. But so this lake is not built up. There's nothing on it. It's just nature. There's an eagle's nest near this beach that we go to, to put the boards in. And there's this mama eagle there feeding her babies. Just absolutely amazing. You want to help your brain get into the optimal mode, get into nature, get on purpose with what you like to do in nature. 
Um, you know, and of course, when I was there, my hubs was golfing in the mountains. And he's like, I see why people want to retire to the mountains because it's so cool here. And I'm like, yeah, well, you think it's cool in the mountains at that golf course? It's cool here on the lake. Uh, we were doing stand up paddleboard yoga. Of course, I launched myself into the lake uh, trying to do a warrior two pose. The fact that I could even practically get there was great. I was psyched with myself um, because I love to do yoga also. So you know, getting on purpose and being able to share that with your peeps is amazing. Okay. That's rewiring in the present. Let's visit how we're going to hardwire that brain pattern in, into the future for long-term success. I know so many people who can gain some success in the short run, but they can't keep the success over the long haul. The reason that they can't is because they began to interrupt that porn brain pattern, but they didn't instill that optimal brain pattern long enough using a new lifestyle and new routines. They didn't do that long enough to create a positive feedback loop. So if you haven't heard me talk about this before, I'll just give you the quick once over. I'll try to at least, um, is that when you are stuck in a dependent brain state, your brain needs something to regulate your mood and you have to go back to it like porn. You have to go back to the screen to feel okay. What happens is you are stuck in a negative feedback loop. You have a negative, less than optimal brain pattern, which is creating negative behaviors and actions, which would be acting out with the screen and with masturbation. And then it gets you negative outcomes. You feel terrible, which is the B effect. We know there's shame and guilt associated with the porn habit. We know that it increases irritability and anger. We know that breakups and divorce are two times as likely relationship problems. We know people get fired because they can't focus. They have brain fog students who can't make it through school because they can't think and their memory issues. We know that the habit gets ramped up because of the reward system being desensitized. There's porn-induced erectile dysfunction. There's porn-induced ADHD. All kinds of problems result. That is a negative feedback loop. It is the proverbial downward spiral. It keeps getting worse because you keep using that brain pattern. You have to stop using that brain pattern and then your behaviors will improve, which will get you better outcomes. That becomes a positive feedback loop. So it works this way. Your brain is no longer in the dependent state. It's now in the independent state, the optimal brain performance pattern of calm focus. You go to work, you rock out your best work, you go to school, you get A's, you get a promotion because you know your work's so good. You feel awesome because you're on purpose and you're just rocking out your best life, which gives you lots of dopamine hits once you get there. Then you go home and you're so psyched with your performance at work. Your relationships are better. You're no longer Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Now you're happy. You're glad to see your honey. Plus you've worked on getting a healthy relationship because you're no longer unhealthy and a healthy partner gets themselves a healthy partner. So either you and your partner will become healthier versions of yourself, or you will likely need to find a new healthy partner. And of course, I don't want anybody leaving anybody, but I would love for both partners to become healthier versions of themselves so that you can have a healthy relationship like attracts like. That's how it works. 
So then you and your honey are having a great relationship. Your sex life improves a million percent. You're getting all the dopamine that you need. You're getting serotonin for joy and happiness and pleasure. You've coupled yourself to your partner. So now there's bonding and that ampersand is back in your life with your people and you're doing your hobbies. You're out cruising on your new hog like I'm going to be. You're doing yoga, you're working out, you're boxing, you're painting, you're playing pool, you're playing darts, you're playing chess, you're cooking, you're doing all the things that bring you joy and bring your brain that perfect neurochemical cocktail. And you establish that in your lifestyle forever. And when you do that, your brain never needs to go back to anything to be calmed and stimulated. That is how you free your brain from the pornography habit and you keep it independent for the rest of your life. And the bonus is you love your life. Your brain's super healthy, you'll age well, and your life will be exactly what it is supposed to be, which is so exciting for me, for you. Okay, that's the three by three method. That's how you're going to free your brain. It is easier than what our forefathers had when they established an independent country, but it is going to be equally as meaningful for you. That is what I want for you this Independence Day. Okay, join me next time on the podcast. And as always, control your brain or it'll control you.